Christmas, a name that instantly conjures images of snow-dusted pine trees, twinkling lights, and the joyous exchanges of gifts and good wishes, is more than just a festive season. It is a mosaic of history, tradition, and cultural evolution that spans centuries and continents. This holiday, marked by Christians as the birth of Jesus Christ, has roots that stretch back far beyond its religious associations, intertwining with ancient customs and evolving through numerous cultural lenses. The etymology of the word Christmas traces back to the Old English term Christus Masse, which literally means Christ's Mass. This phrase first appeared in Old English as early as 1038 AD and is a reference to the Christian celebration of the Eucharist or Mass, commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ. Christus is the Old English genitive form of Christ, deriving from the Greek word Christos, meaning anointed one or Messiah. This Greek term was used in the Septuagint, an ancient Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible, to translate the Hebrew Mashiach or Messiah, and it became the title for Jesus in the New Testament. Masse is the Old English word for Mass, the Christian liturgical celebration of the Eucharist, which in this context refers to the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Over time, Christus Masse evolved into the modern English Christmas. The term's evolution reflects the linguistic changes that occurred as Old English transitioned into Middle English and then to Modern English. But what makes Christmas so universally appealing? How did a day that was once a confluence of various winter solstice festivals transform into the global phenomenon it is today? To answer these questions, we need to delve into the annals of history, back to a time when ancient civilizations celebrated the shortest day of the year and the promise of returning sunlight. In the heart of winter, when the cold bites and the nights stretch long and dark, humans have always sought comfort in festivity and light. This is where our story begins, in the ancient world, where celebrations like Saturnalia in Rome and Yule in Scandinavia marked the winter solstice. These festivals were times of merriment and a way for people to band together against the darkest days of winter and rejoice in anticipation of the sun's return. As we move through the centuries, we'll see how these pagan traditions lay the foundation for the Christmas we know today. The Christianization of the Roman Empire brought significant changes to these ancient festivals. December the 25th, a date once associated with pagan rituals, was repurposed to celebrate the birth of Christ. This melding of traditions was more than a mere coincidence of dates. It was a strategic move by the early Christian church, one that would forever change the landscape of midwinter celebrations. From there, Christmas continued to evolve, absorbing customs and practices from various cultures and countries. The transformation is evident in everything from the holiday's iconic symbols to its most beloved traditions. Take, for instance, the Christmas tree, a custom with roots in pre-Christian rituals that was embraced and reinterpreted in 16th century Germany before spreading across the world. But Christmas isn't just a story of ancient traditions, it's also a tale of rebirth and adaption. The Victorian era, in particular, played a pivotal role in shaping the modern Christmas. It was a time when many, 
of our contemporary traditions were popularised, including the sending of Christmas cards, elaborate decorations and the focus on family gatherings and festive meals. This era also saw the solidification of Santa Claus as a central figure of the holiday, a character who encapsulates the spirit of generosity and wonder that Christmas represents. In this episode, we're going to explore all these facets of Christmas and more. We'll look at how the holiday was commercialised in the 19th century, becoming a significant cultural and economic phenomenon. We'll also examine how Christmas spread across the globe, adopting unique customs in different countries, and how it continues to evolve in the modern world. So whether you're listening by a crackling fire, wrapping presents, or just enjoying the festive ambience, join us as we unwrap the layers of history behind the Christmas tradition. Let's discover together how this ancient festival evolved into the most wonderful time of the year. As we journey into the heart of Christmas and its myriad traditions, our first stop is in the ancient world, where the roots of Christmas lie not in a single event or story, but in a tapestry of ancient festivals and celebrations. Today, let's turn back the pages of history to uncover these fascinating origins. Long before Christmas trees and Santa Claus, before the birth of Christ was even recorded, ancient civilizations were already celebrating during the darkest days of winter. These celebrations, often centred around the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year, were more than mere merrymaking. They were deeply symbolic, embedded in the human need to find hope and light in the depth of winter darkness. In ancient Rome, the festival of Saturnalia, held in honour of Saturn, the god of agriculture, was one of the most prominent winter celebrations. Beginning on December the 17th and lasting for seven days, Saturnalia was a time of feasting, role reversals and the upending of social norms. Slaves were temporarily given their freedom, gifts were exchanged and the usual strict Roman discipline was relaxed. It was a festival of light, marked by the lighting of candles and the seeking of favour from the sun god, a precursor to the lights that now twinkle in our modern Christmas decorations. Moving northward to the lands of the ancient Norse, we encounter Yule, a winter festival that took place around the solstice. The Norse celebrated Yule with great fires, feasting, and notably the Yule log, a tradition still familiar to us today. The burning of the Yule log was more than just a source of warmth. It was a ritual meant to bring luck and protection against the dark spirits of winter. Across different cultures, these festivals shared common themes. The triumph of light over darkness, the turning of the sun, and the hope for a fruitful coming year. These celebrations were about community togetherness and survival through the harsh winter months. They were a testament to the resilience and optimism of the human spirit in the face of the cold and dark. It's intriguing to widen our lens and look at winter traditions from various cultures around the world. Many of these traditions, while distinct in their own right, share common themes with the Christmas celebrations and have in some ways influenced or been integrated into the holiday as we know it. In Scandinavian countries, the Feast of St. Lucia, celebrated on December the 13th, marks the beginning of the Christmas season. The Festival of Lights, 
honours Saint Lucia, a martyr who is said to have brought food and aid to Christians hiding in Roman catacombs, wearing a wreath of candles on her head to light her way. Today, the tradition involves processions by young girls dressed as Saint Lucia, wearing white gowns and wreaths with candles, symbolising the bringing of light into the darkest part of the year. Hanukkah, the Jewish festival of lights, though not directly related to Christmas, shares the theme of light prevailing over darkness. Celebrated in November or December, this eight-day festival commemorates the rededication of the Second Temple in Jerusalem. The lighting of the menorah, a nine-branched candelabrium, is central to the celebration, along with traditional foods, games and gifts. The Dongzai Festival, or the Winter Solstice Festival, is celebrated in China and other East Asian cultures. This festival, which typically occurs around December the 22nd, marks the return of longer daylight hours and the increase in positive energy. Families gather to enjoy traditional foods like Tang Yuan, sweet rice balls that symbolise reunion and completeness. Though not a winter festival in the global north, in Teirami, the Inca Festival of the Sun shares similar themes. Celebrated in the Southern Hemisphere's winter solstice in June, it honours Inti, the sun god, and involves music, colourful costumes and ritualistic performances, reflecting gratitude for the sun's return. Shabi Yalda or Yalda Night, an Iranian festival celebrated on the longest and darkest night of the year, typically on December the 21st, has ancient ties to Zoroastrianism. Families gather to eat, read poetry, and celebrate the victory of light over darkness, often enjoying pomegranates and watermelons, symbols of life and the dawn of brighter days. As we've journeyed through the history of Christmas and explored various winter traditions around the globe, one aspect remains strikingly clear. The profound impact of the winter months on human societies and the vital role festivities play in providing support, comfort and hope during this time. Today, let's delve deeper into how the harshness of winter has shaped these celebrations and why they hold such significance in our lives. Winter, in its essence, is a season of contrasts. It's a time when the beauty of the snow-coloured landscapes coexists with the biting cold and shorter days. Historically, winter has presented numerous challenges. The scarcity of food, the threat of cold, and the struggle against darkness. These challenges have not just been physical, but also psychological, affecting the morale and spirit of communities. In response to these harsh conditions, human societies have, for millennia, turned to festivities and communal celebrations. These gatherings serve as a beacon of warmth and light amidst the cold and dark. They are more than just a reason to celebrate, they represent a deep-seated psychological need to maintain social bonds, uplift spirits and foster a sense of togetherness. The act of coming together during the winter months, sharing food, stories and traditions has been a crucial survival mechanism. In times when resources were scarce, communal feasting allowed for the sharing of what little was available, ensuring that everyone had enough to sustain themselves. The sharing of food, a fundamental act of human kindness and cooperation forms the heart of many winter celebrations, including Christmas.
Moreover, these winter festivals and rituals provide a sense of hope and renewal. They remind us that even in the darkest times there is light on the horizon. The celebration of the winter solstice, for instance, is not just about marking the shortest day of the year, but also about the anticipation of longer, brighter days to come. This symbolism of light prevailing over darkness is a powerful message of hope and resilience. In addition to their practical and psychological benefits, winter festivities are also a rich source of cultural expression and heritage. They are a time when communities pass down traditions, stories and customs from generation to generation. This aspect of cultural continuity is crucial in maintaining a sense of identity and belonging, which is especially important during times of hardship. As we continue to unravel the rich tapestry of history and its historical predecessors, let's turn our focus to one of the most influential ancient winter festivals, Saturnalia. This Roman celebration, full of joy, revelry and social upheaval, provides a fascinating glimpse into how our ancestors found warmth and cheer in the heart of winter. Saturnalia, held in the honour of Saturn, the Roman god of agriculture and wealth, was arguably one of the most popular Roman festivals. Traditionally celebrated around the winter solstice from December the 17th to December the 23rd, it is a time when social norms were turned upside down and the usual rigidity of Roman society was relaxed. During Saturnalia, businesses and schools would close and the normal social hierarchy was temporarily dissolved. Slaves were given temporary freedom to speak their minds, partake in feasts and even be served by their masters. This role reversal was not merely an act of frivolity, but a powerful symbol of the chaos and renewal that Romans associated with the end of the agricultural year. The festival was marked by widespread merrymaking and public banquets. Homes and streets were adorned with wreaths and other decorations, and people donned colourful clothing, replacing the typical toga. Gift-giving was another key aspect of Saturnalia, with friends and family exchanging simple tokens such as wax candles, known as serai, and clay figurines called sigillaria. These gifts were more than mere presents, they were symbols of goodwill and social cohesion. Feasting played a significant role in Saturnalia, with elaborate meals shared among friends and family. Foods that were typically prohibited or limited, such as certain meats or luxury dishes, were enjoyed freely emphasising the sense of abundance and celebration. One of the most distinctive features of Saturnalia was the freedom of speech it allowed. The typical Roman emphasis on respect and hierarchy was loosened, and people were free to express themselves more openly. One of the most distinctive features of Saturnalia was the freedom of speech it allowed. The typical Roman emphasis on respect and hierarchy was loosened, and people were free to express themselves more openly, including humour and satire. This openness, while temporary, was a crucial outlet in a society known for its strict social codes. Saturnalia's influence on Christmas and other winter celebrations is undeniable. Many of the traditions we associate with Christmas, like feasting, decorating, and gift-giving have roots in this ancient Roman festival. While the religious and cultural context has changed dramatically, 
The essence of celebrating light, joy and community during the darkest time of the year remains at the heart of these winter festivals. The origins of Saturnalia are as intriguing as the festival itself, steeped in mythology, agricultural practices and the socio-political fabric of ancient Rome. Saturnalia's roots can be traced back to ancient agricultural rituals. Saturn, the god after whom the festival is named, was an agricultural deity, often associated with sowing and the bounty of the harvest. In a society deeply connected to the rhythms of planting and harvesting, the end of the autumn planting season marked a natural pause in the agricultural year, a time for celebration and rest before the renewal of the cycle. The festival likely began as a single day of feasting known as Di Saturni, or the Day of Saturn, and over time it expanded into a week-long extravaganza. This expansion reflects the growing importance of Saturnalia in Roman society, evolving from a simple agricultural celebration into a much-anticipated social event. The timing of Saturnalia coinciding with the winter solstice was also significant. This period was a crucial juncture in the Roman calendar, a time when the sun was at its weakest and the days were shortest. Celebrating Saturnalia at this time was not only a way to honour Saturn, but also to invoke the return of the sun and longer days. The festival therefore became a potent symbol of hope and renewal amidst the cold and darkness of winter. Another aspect contributing to the development of Saturnalia was its role in reinforcing social bonds. Rome was a society with strict hierarchies and social norms. Saturnalia offered a necessary release valve, a time when the usual order was suspended and people could engage in revelry and mirth free from the constraints of their everyday roles. This temporary inversion of the social order was a crucial aspect in maintaining social harmony. The political landscape of Rome also played a role in the evolution of Saturnalia. Over time, as Rome transitioned from a republic to an empire, Saturnalia became a tool for emperors to gain favour with the populace. Emperors would often use the festival as an opportunity to display their generosity, providing lavish public feasts and distributing gifts, thereby solidifying their relationship with the citizens. The gradual transformation of Saturnalia, a deeply entrenched Roman festival, into a Christian celebration is of course why we are here. This shift was neither abrupt nor straightforward. Instead, it was a nuanced process that unfolded over several centuries as Christianity gradually took root in the Roman Empire. Initially, Christianity and Saturnalia coexisted in Rome. Christians, a minority in the early centuries AD, observed their own traditions quietly alongside the widespread and boisterous celebrations of Saturnalia. However, as Christianity began to gain more followers, including influential figures and eventually emperors, the dynamics started to shift. The turning point came in the 4th century, under the reign of Emperor Constantine, the first Roman emperor to convert to Christianity. This period marked a significant shift in the religious landscape of the Roman Empire, 
with Christianity moving from a persecuted religion to one of patronage and favour. With this shift came the need for the Christian Church to establish distinct rituals and holidays to strengthen and unify its followers. The decision to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ on December the 25th, around the same time as Saturnalia and the winter solstice, was strategic. This timing made it easier for Romans, who were already accustomed to celebrating around this period, to adopt the Christian holiday. The church's aim was to offer a Christian alternative to Saturnalia, gradually shifting the focus from a festival of the sun to one celebrating the Son of God. Over time, as Christianity became more dominant, the characteristics of Saturnalia began to blend with the celebration of Christmas. The traditions of feasting, gift-giving and merrymaking found place in the Christmas celebrations, albeit with new meanings and significance under the Christian framework. This blending of traditions was not always smooth or uniform. In different regions of the empire, the transition took place at different paces and in various ways. In some areas, the conversion of Saturnalia traditions into Christmas customs happened organically. As people naturally merged their long-standing pagan practices with their new Christian beliefs. In other regions, the church took a more active role in reinterpreting and reshaping these traditions to fit Christian doctrine. The so-called Dark Ages, a period marked by the fall of the Western Roman Empire and the gradual Christianization of the continent, was a time of significant cultural and religious transformation, laying the groundwork for the widespread celebration of Christmas. After the fall of Rome in the 5th century, Europe entered a period of fragmentation and turmoil. However, it was also a time when Christianity began to take deeper roots across the continent. The spread of Christmas as a major Christian celebration is closely tied to this process of Christianization. Missionaries played a pivotal role in the spread of Christmas. These religious figures, often sent by the church or Christian kingdoms, travelled across Europe, bringing with them teachings of Christianity, including the celebration of Christmas. One notable example is St. Augustine of Canterbury, who was sent by Pope Gregory the Great to convert the Anglo-Saxons in England. Along with Christianity, he brought the celebration of Christmas, which gradually took hold in England. In regions like Scandinavia and Germany, the Christianization process was slower and more complex. The pagan traditions were deeply rooted in these societies, and the transition to Christianity included the adoption of Christmas, the pagan traditions were deeply rooted in these societies, and the transition to Christianity, including the adoption of Christmas, involved a blending of Christian and pagan customs. The celebration of Yule, a midwinter festival in Germanic and North tradition, gradually merged with Christmas, incorporating elements like the Yule log into the Christian celebration. The role of rulers and political figures was also significant in the spread of Christmas. As European kings and queens converted to Christianity, they began to adopt and promote Christian customs, including Christmas. Charlemagne, crowned on Christmas Day in 800 AD, is a prime example. 
His reign and subsequent influence across Europe played a crucial role in establishing Christmas as a key Christian holiday. Monasteries, as centres of learning and religious activity, also contributed to the spread of Christmas. Monks would celebrate Christmas with special liturgies and hymns, some of which, like the Vini Vini Emmanuel, have survived to this day. These celebrations not only helped to solidify the religious aspects of Christmas, but also served as a model for lay people in surrounding communities. As Christmas took root across Europe during the medieval period, it evolved in fascinating and diverse ways, reflecting the rich tapestry of cultures on the continent. The celebration of Christmas during this time was far from uniform. Instead, it varied greatly from region to region, each adding its unique flavour to the holiday. In medieval England, Christmas was a grand festive season. The celebrations extended from Christmas Day to Epiphany on January the 6th, known as the Twelve Days of Christmas. It was a time of feasting, merriment and, notably, the Lord of Misrule tradition, where a peasant or sub-deacon was appointed to oversee the Christmas revelries, often involving plays, masquerades and feasts. In Scandinavia, the influence of Norse traditions was strong. Yule, the pre Christian Midwinter Festival was seamlessly blended with Christmas. The burning of the Yule log, a symbol of warmth and light, was a key element. Feasts would often feature hearty fare to stave off the cold, and there was a strong emphasis on communal celebration and storytelling. Germany, with its rich folklore, had a unique take on Christmas. One of the most notable traditions was the Christmas market or Christ Kindle Market, which dates back to the late Middle Ages. These markets were, and still are, filled with festive goods, food and decorations. Saint Nicholas, known as Sankt Nicholas, also played a significant role in German Christmas traditions, visiting children with gifts on December the 6th, Saint Nicholas's Day. In Italy, the religious aspect of Christmas was heavily emphasised. The nativity scene, or precipice, originated here in the 13th century, attributed to St Francis of Assisi. It became a key element of the Italian Christmas, with elaborate nativity scenes set up in churches and public squares. In Spain, Christmas was marked by both religious devotion and vibrant festivities. One unique tradition was the Hogorius, where people would jump over bonfires believed to protect against illness. The Epiphany, known as the Three Kings Day, was particularly significant, with parades and celebrations commemorating the arrival of the Three Wise Men. The Renaissance, with its revival of classical arts and humanism, breathed new life into Christmas celebrations. This period saw a flourishing of music, art and literature, which often took Christmas as their theme. The era's focus on artistic expression led to the creation of many carols and hymns that are still popular today. In countries like Italy, the nativity scene evolved into an art form, with intricate and elaborate displays. 
The Protestant Reformation, initiated by figures like Martin Luther, had a profound impact on Christmas. In regions that embraced Protestantism, some aspects of Christmas celebrations were downplayed, particularly those seen as having no basis in Scripture. However, Martin Luther himself supported the celebration of Christ's birth and promoted certain traditions, such as the Christmas tree, as a Christian symbol. In England, and later in the American colonies, the Puritan movement sought to remove all traces of what they viewed as pagan or unbiblical elements from Christianity, including Christmas. For a time, Christmas was banned or greatly subdued in these regions. However, this did not completely quell the celebration of the holiday, which continued in private. In the American colonies, Christmas celebrations varied widely, depending on the cultural and religious backgrounds of the settlers. While Puritans in New England shunned Christmas, other colonies like Virginia and New York celebrated it with feast and festivities. These celebrations were often more communal than religious, with an emphasis on food, drink and socialising. In Europe, Christmas markets continued to be a significant aspect of the holiday season especially in Germanic countries. These markets became central to the holiday's celebration, offering a place for communal gathering, entertainment and the purchase of seasonal foods and crafts. As European powers expanded their colonial empires from the 16th to the 18th centuries, Christmas, as a Christian holiday, travelled with them, reaching the far corners of the globe. This era of exploration and colonisation marked a significant chapter in the history of Christmas, as it transformed from a primarily European tradition into a global celebration. The Spanish and Portuguese were among the first to establish overseas colonies. As fervent Catholic nations, they carried their religious traditions, including Christmas, to their new territories. In places like Latin America, the Philippines and parts of Africa, the Spanish and Portuguese integrated local customs with their Christmas celebrations, leading to unique blends of cultural practices. For instance, in Mexico, Las Posadas, reenactments of Mary and Joseph's search for lodging in Bethlehem, became a central part of the Christmas celebration. The British Empire, with its extensive reach, played a crucial role in the spread of Christmas traditions. In colonies like America, Australia, Canada, and parts of Africa and Asia, British settlers brought with them their Christmas customs. These included decorations, feastings, and religious observations. In America, however, the Puritan influence meant that Christmas was initially not as widely celebrated. It wasn't until the 19th century that Christmas began to take on its modern form in the United States. The Dutch also contributed to the spread of Christmas through their colonial activities, particularly in Indonesia and parts of the Caribbean. The Dutch Sinterklaas, a figure based on Saint Nicholas, would later influence the development of the modern Santa Claus, particularly in North America. In French colonies, such as parts of Canada, the Caribbean and Vietnam, Christmas was introduced and celebrated with a distinct French flavour. Traditional French Christmas practices, 
such as the Revelion, a long dinner on Christmas Eve, and the decoration of nativity scenes were incorporated into local celebrations. As we progress through the history of Christmas, we arrive at the Victorian era, a period that profoundly reshaped and redefined the holiday. The 19th century, particularly in Britain, witnessed a remarkable transformation of Christmas, setting the stage for many of the traditions we cherish today. The Victorian era saw a revival of Christmas as a major cultural celebration, after a period of relative decline in some regions due to Puritan influence, Christmas experienced a resurgence. This revival was fueled partly by Queen Victoria and Prince Albert, whose celebration of the holiday as a family event was widely publicised and emulated. The royal couple's Germanic roots brought the Christmas tree, a tradition from Prince Albert's childhood, into the British Christmas, popularising it across the empire. Charles Dickens's A Christmas Carol, published in 1843, had a significant impact on how Christmas was perceived. Dickens's story of Ebenezer Scrooge, with its themes of generosity, family and transformation, captured the Victorian imagination and helped redefine Christmas as a time of goodwill and charitable acts. The Victorian era saw the advent of Christmas cards, initially popularised in Britain by Sir Henry Cole in 1843. This new tradition quickly spread, becoming a staple of the holiday season. Gift-giving, once a New Year's custom, had shifted to Christmas during this period, further cementing its role as a central Christmas practice. The Victorians revived and composed many Christmas carols, adding a musical dimension to the celebrations. Carols became an integral part of Christmas observations, both in religious and secular contexts. Choirs and carol singers visiting homes and public spaces became a familiar sight during the holiday season. The Christmas feast also evolved during the Christmas era. The introduction of new culinary traditions such as the Christmas turkey in Britain and the elaboration of Christmas desserts like plum pudding and mince pies became part of the festive tradition. The Victorian era was a time of transformation for Christmas, imbuing it with a sense of magic and warmth that continues to resonate. It was during this period that Christmas became entrenched as a family-centric holiday, characterised by generosity, joy and the celebration of togetherness. As we enter the 20th century, in our exploration of Christmas history, we witness a period of significant evolution, influenced greatly by technological advances, global conflicts and cultural shifts. Particularly notable is the impact of America and Hollywood in reshaping and exporting Christmas traditions worldwide. The two world wars had a profound impact on Christmas celebrations. During these times of hardship and separation, Christmas became a symbol of hope and normalcy. In the trenches, there were instances of Christmas truces and shared celebrations between opposing soldiers, highlighting the unifying power of the holiday. Post-war, there was a renewed emphasis on family and togetherness, reflecting the collective desire for peace and stability. The United States, 
emerging as a global power in the 20th century had a significant influence on Christmas traditions. American customs like Santa Claus, originally derived from European traditions, became popular globally. The American version of Santa, a jolly red-suited figure, was popularised through advertisements like those of Coca-Cola in the 1930s and quickly became an iconic representation of the holiday. Hollywood played a crucial role in shaping the image of Christmas through films and television. Classic movies like It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on 34th Street presented idealised visions of the holiday, emphasising themes of love, generosity and redemption. These films helped cement certain images and values of Christmas in the public consciousness, not only in America but around the world. The 20th century saw the rise of Christmas music as a popular genre. Songs like White Christmas, first sung by Bing Crosby, and later hits like All I Want for Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey became integral to holiday celebrations, playing a key role in setting the festive atmosphere. The commercialisation of Christmas accelerated in the 20th century. The holiday season became a crucial time for retail, with businesses globally capitalising on the gift-giving tradition. This commercial aspect also facilitated the global spread of Christmas, as multinational corporations marketed the holiday across various cultures and countries. Alongside music, another medium that profoundly shaped the modern perception of Christmas is film. From timeless classics like It's a Wonderful Life to contemporary favourites like Love Actually, Christmas movies have become a staple of the holiday season, each attempting to capture and reflect the essence of the Christmas spirit. The journey of Christmas films began with early classics like It's a Wonderful Life 1946 and Miracle on 34th Street 1947. These films, released in the post-World War II era, resonated deeply with audiences, offering messages of hope, redemption and the value of kindness and community. It's a Wonderful Life in particular became synonymous with the Christmas spirit, emphasising the importance of individual lives and the impact one person can have on a community. As the decades passed, Christmas films evolved, reflecting changing societal norms and expectations. Movies like A Christmas Story 1983 and Home Alone 1990 focused more on family dynamics and the lighter, more humorous aspects of the holiday. The turn of the millennium saw the advent of films like Love Actually 2003, which combined the traditional themes of love and family with a modern, interconnected storytelling approach. The diversity of Christmas films is vast, ranging from romantic comedies to family dramas, each offering its unique take on the holiday. This variety speaks to the multifaceted nature of Christmas itself, a time for joy, reflection, celebration, and sometimes a touch of melancholy. So what is this Christmas spirit that these films strive to capture? From our journey through the history of Christmas, it's clear that the Christmas spirit is a blend of joy and nostalgia, a celebration of togetherness and a time for generosity and reflection. It's about the warmth of family and community, the magic of tradition and the hope 
throw it back to world. Christmas films, in their various narratives and styles, attempt to encapsulate these sentiments, resonating with audiences' desires for connection and celebration during the holiday season. The internet has facilitated a greater share of Christmas traditions across cultures. Through social media, blogs and online forums, people around the world share how they celebrate Christmas, exposing others to a variety of customs and traditions. This exchange has led to a blending of practices with people incorporating new ideas into their celebrations. The convenience of online shopping has significantly changed how people approach Christmas shopping. The internet has made it possible to purchase gifts from anywhere in the world, broadening the range of available products. It has also intensified the commercial aspect of Christmas, with events like Black Friday and Cyber Monday becoming key dates in the holiday shopping calendar. The way we connect and send greetings has evolved with the internet. E-cards and digital messages have become popular alternatives to traditional Christmas cards. Video calls and messaging apps enable families and friends separated by distance to celebrate together, maintaining the essence of togetherness that defines the holiday. Streaming services and digital platforms have changed how we consume Christmas media. Classic movies and music are now accessible at the click of a button, and new Christmas content is released each year, catering to a wide range of tastes and preferences. While the internet has brought many positive changes, it also presents challenges. The overwhelming presence of online marketing can sometimes overshadow the holiday's deeper meanings. However, the internet also offers opportunities for reconnection and reflection, allowing people to share in the joy of the season despite physical distances. The iconography of Christmas. Among the various symbols associated with Christmas, perhaps none is more iconic than the Christmas tree. This evergreen, adorned with lights and ornaments, stands as a centrepiece in many homes during the holiday season. But where did this tradition originate? Let's delve into the history of the Christmas tree and its journey to becoming a key element of Christmas iconography. The use of evergreen trees and branches in celebrations predates Christianity, with ancient civilizations using them in festivals, particularly those marking the winter solstice. These evergreens were symbols of eternal life and the enduring strength of nature amidst the winter's bleakness. In pagan traditions across Europe, including the Romans, Celts and Vikings, evergreens were used in winter festivals as a reminder that spring would return. The direct precursor to the modern Christmas tree is believed to have originated in medieval Germany. One of the earliest documented instances of a decorated tree, specifically for Christmas, is from the 16th century in Riga, Latvia. German Christians began bringing decorated trees into their homes. Some built Christmas pyramids, wooden structures adorned with branches and candles, which eventually evolved into the tree we recognise today. Legend has it that the Protestant reformer Martin Luther was the first to add lighted candles to a tree. The story goes that one crisp Christmas Eve, Luther was walking through a forest and was struck 
by the beauty of starlight twinkling through the branches of fir trees. He replicated this scene for his family by placing candles on the branches of a tree. The Christmas tree as we know it today was popularised during the Victorian era. Prince Albert, Queen Victoria's German-born husband, is credited with introducing the Christmas tree tradition to England. In 1848, a drawing of the royal family celebrating around a decorated Christmas tree appeared in the London News. This image captivated the public and the Christmas tree quickly became fashionable in British homes. In America, the Christmas tree was initially seen as a foreign custom. It wasn't until the influx of German immigrants and the influence of Queen Victoria's widely admired Christmas traditions that the Christmas tree gained popularity in the United States. Today, the Christmas tree is a global phenomenon, with variations in decorations reflecting local cultures and traditions. From the classic fir tree in Europe and North America, to the Pocatawa tree in New Zealand, the concept of a Christmas tree has been adapted to fit different environments and customs. The Evolution of Santa Claus The figure of Santa Claus, known for his jolly demeanour and role in delivering gifts to children around the world, is a central icon of Christmas. However, Santa Claus as we know him today is the result of fascinating evolution, merging various figures like St Nicholas and Father Christmas, into one iconic character. The origins of Santa Claus can be traced back to St Nicholas, a 4th century bishop from Myra in modern-day Turkey. Known for his generosity and kindness, particularly towards children, St Nicholas became the subject of many legends. One of the most famous stories tells of him secretly giving gold to a poor man's daughter which is said to have fallen into their stockings, hung by the fireplace to dry. His feast day, celebrated on December the 6th, became associated with gift-giving. In England, a separate but similar character emerged in the form of Father Christmas. Initially, Father Christmas was not associated with gift-giving, but rather with adult merrymaking and feasting during the Christmas season. He was depicted as a large man in green or red robes lined with fur, embodying the spirit of good cheer at Christmas. The Dutch figure of Sinterklaas, also derived from St Nicholas, played a crucial role in shaping the modern Santa Claus. Sinterklaas was celebrated in the Netherlands as a kindly bishop who arrived by ship from Spain to deliver gifts to children. Dutch immigrants brought the tradition of Sinterklaas to America where he evolved into Santa Claus. In America, the image of Santa Claus began to take its current form in the 19th century. The poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, also known as The Night Before Christmas, written by Clement Clark Moore in 1823, described Santa as a jolly, plump man who comes down the chimney to leave presents for children. This portrayal, combined with Thomas Nast's illustrations in Harper's Weekly, during the 1860s solidified the image of Santa Claus as a cheerful man in a red suit with white fur trim. Over time these figures, Saint Nicholas, Father Christmas and Sinterklaas merged into the single figure of Santa Claus. This convergence reflects the blending of cultural traditions and the commercialization of Christmas. 
Santa Claus became a symbol of childhood wonder and the spirit of gift-giving transcending religious and cultural boundaries. Mistletoe. Mistletoe's significance dates back to ancient times and various cultures. To the Druids of ancient Britain and Gaul, mistletoe was a sacred plant. They believed it held mystical powers due to its ability to grow without roots and stay green during the winter. The Druids used mistletoe in ceremonies and believed it could heal diseases and protect against evil. Norse mythology offers a poignant story involving mistletoe. According to the legend, the god Baldur was killed with a weapon made of mistletoe. Grief-stricken, his mother, the goddess Frigg, declared mistletoe a symbol of love and vowed to plant a kiss on all who passed beneath it, transforming its association from sorrow to love and forgiveness. Mistletoe's incorporation into Christmas traditions is believed to have been influenced by these ancient beliefs and its association with fertility and vitality. Its use as a decorative element in homes during Christmas likely stems from its evergreen nature, symbolising life amidst the barrenness of winter. The specific custom of kissing under the mistletoe is thought to have emerged in England in the 18th century. It was believed that a couple kissing under the mistletoe would be assured of happiness and good fortune. An unwed woman not kissed under the mistletoe would remain single for the following year, a belief that added a playful, romantic element to the tradition. Today, the tradition of kissing under the mistletoe is a light-hearted and romantic Christmas custom, often featured in movies and songs, further embedding it into popular culture. While its mystical and religious associations may have faded, the custom continues to be a cherished part of holiday celebrations. While many Christmas traditions are widely known and celebrated, there are numerous lesser-known esoteric customs around the world that offer a unique perspective on the holiday. In this segment, we'll explore some of these intriguing traditions, highlighting the diversity of Christmas celebrations globally. In Italy, the legend of La Befana is a cherished part of Christmas lore. La Befana is depicted as a kind-hearted witch who delivers gifts to children on the night of January the 5th, Epiphany Eve. According to folklore, she was invited by the wise men to join them in their journey to find Jesus, but initially declined. She later changed her mind, but it was too late. Now she flies on her broomstick each year, leaving gifts in the hope of finding the Christ child. In Japan, a unique tradition has emerged of eating KFC fried chicken on Christmas Eve. This unusual custom began in the 1970s due to a successful marketing campaign by KFC. It has since become a popular way to celebrate Christmas, with many families ordering their Christmas chicken weeks in advance. In Catalonia, Spain, the nativity scene includes an unusual figure known as the Cagana a small figurine depicted in the act of defecation. The Cagana, traditionally a peasant in Catalan attire, is to symbolise fertility and good fortune for the coming year. Its inclusion in the nativity is a centuries-old tradition that adds a touch of humour and humanity to the holiday. Iceland has its unique Christmas character, the Yule Cat, a giant menacing cat that prowls the snowy countryside. 
Folklore states that the Yule Cat will devour anyone who has not received new clothes before Christmas Eve, a tradition that encourages the act of giving and sharing during the holiday season. In Norway, there's an old belief that witches and evil spirits come out on Christmas Eve looking for brooms to ride. To thwart these spirits, Norwegian families hide their brooms before going to bed. Some even take the extra step of firing a shotgun outside their homes to scare away the witches. In Ukraine, there's a charming tradition of decorating Christmas trees with spider webs. Stemming from a folklore about a poor family who couldn't afford to decorate their tree, legend has it that spiders in the house took pity and spun beautiful webs all over it. When the family awoke on Christmas morning, they found the tree covered in glistening webs, which turned into silver and gold as the sun rose, bringing them good fortune. In parts of Austria, Bavaria and other Alpine regions, the figure of Krampus, a horned demonic creature, is a significant part of Christmas folklore. Krampus is said to accompany Saint Nicholas, punishing naughty children. The tradition includes Campus Runs, where people dressed as campus parade through the streets, creating a spooky yet festive atmosphere. In Caracas, Venezuela, a unique Christmas Eve tradition involves people roller skating to the early morning mass. Streets are closed to cars to allow people to skate safely. The custom is so popular that children go to bed with strings tied to their toes and hang the other end out the window. As skaters pass by in the morning, they tug on any string they see hanging. Another unusual tradition from Catalonia is the Tio de Nadal, or Christmas log. This hollow log with stick legs, a smile and a red hat is fed treats by children in the days leading up to Christmas. On Christmas Eve, families beat the log with sticks while singing traditional songs, encouraging it to poop out presents. In Greenland, a traditional Christmas dish called kiviak involves fermenting elk birds in seal skin for several months. Buried under a stone and eaten during the winter months, kiviak is a delicacy that highlights the adaption of Christmas traditions to local Arctic conditions. As we draw our journey through the fascinating world of Christmas to a close, it's clear that this holiday, celebrated by millions around the globe, is much more than just a date on the calendar. It's a mosaic of traditions, a rich tapestry woven from the threads of history, culture, and human emotion. From the ancient observances of the winter solstice to the modern day festivities illuminated by twinkling lights and digital connections, Christmas has continuously evolved, absorbing and reflecting the customs and values of the time. And yet, at its heart, it remains a celebration of warmth, hope, and togetherness in the face of the longest nights of the year. In our exploration, we've travelled from the traditions of the Christmas tree in ancient and medieval traditions to the modern-day interpretations of Santa Claus. We've seen how Christmas music and films have shaped our understanding and celebration of the season, and how diverse cultures have contributed their unique practices and beliefs to this global holiday. As we conclude, it's worth reflecting on the essence of Christmas. Beyond the hustle and bustle, the commercialization and the varied traditions lies a simple yet powerful message. A call to gather, to share, to give and to cherish the people and moments 
that bring joy and meaning to our lives. So, as we celebrate this holiday tradition, whether we're following old age traditions or creating new ones, let's celebrate the spirit of Christmas. Let's open our hearts to the joy, the peace and the love that the season represents and carry that light with us into the new year. I will end a poem to celebrate this Christmas of 2023. In winter's heart, a festive tale unfolds of ancient trees with starlit boughs arrayed, a journey through the Christmases of old, where yuletide songs in joyful chorus played. From St. Nick's grace to Father Christmas cheer, in every land the stories sweetly blend. Through snowy nights, the sleigh bells ring so clear, a time of giving hearts and hands extend. The hearths aglow with tales of olden days, of mistletoe where lovers steal a kiss, the world alight in myriad festive blaze. Each culture adds to Christmas's joyous bliss. In this season, where past and present meet, in every heart, the spirit of Yule beats. 